Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Garage Monologues with me, your host, Jay Swanson. And sometimes, not only your host, but the only person on the entire podcast, because as it's in the name, it's a monologue half the time and with a guest the other half of the time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're hearing this, it means you're on the public feed, which means you're about five or six months behind the members-only feed over on Patreon. So if you'd like to get these podcasts right as they drop and support both this show and my channel and everything else that we're working on over here, then head on over to patreon.com slash jswanson, and there will be a link with some explainers in your welcome message to get into the members-only feed, as well as you can just scroll back in time and watch the video versions just on the Patreon feed. It's pretty great. Thank you for listening. Either way, I hope you enjoy this episode. And now, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Garage Monologues Season 2, Episode 9, I think. I think we're all the way up to Episode 9, and we're doing this kind of backwards, where the season finale last time was a monologue, and this time the season finale is set up to be a dialogue with a friend of mine. I think Nate's going to join me, Nathaniel Drew. He's got some big stuff going on. It'll be interesting to talk to him a little bit, and uh, I know that he wants to start a podcast here soon. Uh, so it'll be interesting to talk about that and see what he's got going on. And uh, just good to catch up with him. I haven't seen him in a little bit, so that'll be nice. But that's next time on Garage Monologues. Previously on Garage Monologues, the last episode was with Kate, which was really good. If you haven't listened to that, highly recommended. Kate is a friend uh, who's worked with and for me for a long time now, like four years and uh, maybe even five. I don't know. We were talking about that. And... Not consistently the whole time, but most of that time she's worked for me. And I think she's almost, there's only been a couple months where she didn't at least do the mailing for Patreon for me. So uh, she, she's she got a lot of the dirt. She's got a lot of the goss. So if you didn't catch that episode, be sure to go back and listen to that. But today is the Thanksgiving spectacular extravaganza. It is Thanksgiving today. Even if we're in France, we can still be thankful, uh, despite the fact that the English are still very, very close by. And... Uh, it is an opportunity to take a moment and uh, and be thankful and be grateful. And it's something that I need to do. I would really like to do. And I thought I'd do that with you here today. I think season eight last, or episode eight last season was uh, Garage Gratitude Monologue. And today's going to be something kind of similar, along with some updates, what's going on. Um, and the reason that I think it's a good time to do a little bit of uh, gratitude to do a little reflection on my thankfulness is because I've been feeling a little bit overwhelmed the last couple of weeks. Um, as you may have seen, like with the Vienna vlog, when I went to Vienna, it was not the best trip and there was just, it just didn't go well for a number of reasons. And I, uh, I made that video patron only in the end, just because I was like, ah, I think it'd be, I think people would like it. And I mean, there's always a chance that I can make it public later in the future, but, um, for now, it, I don't know. It just didn't quite line up with where I'm at with this season of vlogging and it also kind of left me in a space where yeah I just it took a while to recover from it it's just a bad trip it was a lot of extra time and energy and planning um travel can already be pretty tiring but then if it goes uh not great and then you tie that up with some interpersonal stuff it uh it turns into a little bit of a drain so maybe I'll share that story next season a little bit more what happened. It's a very short, it's not a very long story, but it's one that's a little bit fresh. So we'll, we'll leave that for a minute. But I am grateful that I was able to go. I'm grateful to have seen um, Vienna finally. And I'd like to go back and give it another try. 
Um, but I'm just, I'm thankful for where I'm at right now. And I'm thankful that the, the things that are kind of stressing me out are even uh, able to stress me out, like uh, hiring some people, working with more people um, than I have before and in more of a full-time or full-time adjacent capacity than I have before. Uh, it's definitely a little bit stressful and a little overwhelming at times, but it's also really, really good. I've got good people. Uh, I'm really grateful for them, the individuals that are working with me. If you have subscribed to the newsletter, you know that uh, not only is Kate working for me very part-time, she's working for me like one or two days a week, but then I have my editor for Paris in My Pocket, Paolo, who's doing a really good job, and I'm really thankful for him. Like, it's been a really, he was a really good find, and I'm really grateful that we've been able to work together. And I've been running around filming more for Paris in My Pocket this week and will continue to do so leading up to uh, my departure from France for uh, the holidays. So that's pretty cool. Um, just being able to work with somebody else who can edit. It's, it's actually really nice. And I have been getting really excited when I actually get to filming. When, I'm actually, when I turn the camera on, I usually come back to life a little bit. So that's been very good as well. Um, Jeff... My longtime college friend, he was a roommate of mine right after college. We've always wanted to work on something together. We've had a few projects together that never went anywhere. Um, and he's come on board to help with the app. So we're kind of figuring out what that looks like exactly. Got to talk through how we're going to structure things, but also how like, I just how we move forward. And um, that's also tiring and a little stressful just always getting into, I really want to lean into the, the, the challenging conversations though, that come with um, starting a business with somebody. It's just, and yeah, I just, I'm, uh, I'm really grateful that we get the opportunity to do that. Like I'm, I'm very excited for that. And that's something I kind of want to talk about. I think today too, a little bit about the sustainability of what it is that I'm doing <laughs> and uh, is it sustainable? I guess we'll find out. So that's really cool though, to have Jeff on board and I'm very thankful to finally get to work on something with him. So I'm looking forward to, Spending more time with him, that's actually the thing I need to send him a message about today. Like, we do need to start having more regular meetings. Like, we need more meetings in life. And speaking of meetings, I just met with Emily yesterday, who's the most recent addition uh, to the team. You may know Emily from uh, the Peloton and Bike About. She was managing Bike About Tours, uh, who are a longtime partner for their bike tours. I refer people to them all the time. Um, and she was looking for a change. Wanted to try something new. So she comes from the tourism world and a little bit of hospitality and events, theater. She puts on a lot of great shows. She's an actress and a director and um, is going to be doing some cool stuff in the next year as well, which will be fun to share when the time comes. But she's coming on board to do, I guess Jeff is going to be putting in a lot of time as well, obviously, but she's the one that's coming on board for the most time. Uh, helping to try and figure out to navigate these waters of like sponsorship. As you know, like I've, I've had my first sponsors this year. So how do we like systematize that, but also like bring in more, more consistently, or even, even if it's not more, like how do we make it a, kind of a little bit more of a consistent thing um, to work on that like revenue stream, I guess. But then also just how do we organize my life a little bit better? How do I, her job is to basically either come in and help get, get the money that's already on the table that I'm not getting because uh, I'm too tired and busy and I uh, can't really go chasing everything down. Or can she take stuff off my plate? Can she help me? stay organized and um, just get my stuff together. There are S words that we could exchange there, but how do we get Jay's stuff together? <laughs> get my stuff together, put it in a bag, keep it all in one place, just get my stuff together. So 
she's coming on board to do that. She's been great. She's like, we, between her and Kate, Kate's enjoying it because we've never had this much organization in our work lives before. So there's just a lot going on with all that um, and a lot to get organized. And I have a lot of projects, obviously, and I've trimmed down a lot and I've gotten rid of a lot. And then all that time and space just fills right back up as soon as you let it. So I'm trying to figure out out how to do that and how she can help make my life a little bit easier. And maybe, maybe I'll even take some time off. And I am starting to feel like I need to take some time off. Like I'm starting to feel like, okay, like it's starting to, starting to get to me, all of this. Um, but I'm thankful that that's the case in a way, because I didn't know if I'd be able to get back to a place where I could work as much as I have been recently. And it's something that I do want to protect. And I'm not fully, up to speed. Like I'm not fully at the place that I want to be with it yet. Like, and maybe I never will be again and that's okay. Um, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's a, uh, just a content creator life cycle thing. I know a lot of people that have flamed out on, uh, the content creator cycle. I'm very grateful that I get to be in this game and that I'm actually doing okay at it. But, um, I'm also like thinking, wow, like uh, for longevity's sake, got to make sure that there's a plan in place because it is like small business ownership, but you're not, when you are the product, as far as now we're talking about content creation, but when you are the product um, and it's the ultimate form of like, if you don't show up and work, nothing's going to happen. And that's what we're trying to work our way around and out of trying to build something that can exist even if I don't have the time, energy, or even desire to to continue to run on that hamster wheel of content creation. It is a tricky one. There are a lot of interesting people out there that are working on trying to figure that out for themselves. A lot of I think the the trend really is towards, you know, building a business from your content creation, the being a content creator. I personally would rather be like an artist and not a content creator. I think there's a very definite difference. I think that if you also, if you're interested in all of this, like content creation and the uh, creator economy and all that, uh, Colin and Samir are, uh, is a YouTube channel. They have a podcast as well, but, um, or they put their videos out as a podcast, but they're really, really good for um, just kind of seeing what's going on in the landscape. Giving, I, they've introduced me to some people that I never would have found otherwise. But, there's just a lot. I could. I. I didn't. I didn't really intend to dive down that road entirely. Um. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I did. Kind of. This is where I wanted to go. So, I'm thankful that like I get to do this because like one of the things as I reflect on the last year, many year ago, I had started my weight loss journey and I was significantly heavier than I am today. I also. This is something I'm thankful for. I'm 180 pounds today, so I'm about 13 ish pounds lighter than when I started this round of my um, weight loss. So like when I started it back up here after the summer. I think I was at 193 or something like that. And now I'm down to 180, which is great. I'm having a hard time keeping it going. Um, it just, it just takes willpower and it's, it's kind of tiring, but like a lot of the habits are there that make it easier. Um, and I feel encouraged today because I definitely, the last few days just kind of been like, man, maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm just going to do what I want. I'm going to eat what I want. Um, and then I was good for a couple of days. Good in the sense of like following the plan, not morally good. Um, don't want to make that confusion, but I felt like great last night just because I finally, I got back out. I got in the gym this week, Monday and yesterday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Today's Thanksgiving. Obviously, you know the context. Um, and 
yeah, just waking up this morning and like hitting a, a low again, just like the lowest point uh, on my weight in this round. It's just really encouraging. I'm really grateful for that. So a year ago, I was starting my weight loss journey. I just gotten my French driver's license. I was still really, really burned out and struggling to come back. I I think burnout is one of those things that takes months, if not years, to really get fully past. And I obviously still have not gotten the time or the space to fully do that. But I feel like I've handled the situation as well as I can. And I want to be mindful of that and protect myself. One of the things that I'm fall, I, I I actually caught myself before I fell into that trap this week where I'm back to that temptation to try and just crank as much as I can. And then like, and then I'll enjoy time off in the States for the holidays or whatever. And that's exactly the trap that I always fall into. I'm like, well, I, just, I can just get ahead of my work and then I'll get a break. And it never works that way. And it will never work that way because there's always more work waiting on the other side. You have to be able to say no now if you want to actually, you know, be healthy and productive. Um, and I caught myself wandering into that trap again this week. So I'm thankful that I've learned that lesson. That's huge because um, that's been really brutal. But yeah, I mean, like this last year has been really up and down. It's been a bit of a twisty, twervy year. I've learned so much. I think through both like therapy the dog i had didn't have a dog yet a year ago cooper came into my life in january january 21st so i'm only 10 months into dog ownership but i was really struggling right after that for a long time with him uh i really really en enjoy him and love him but i also like think the sleep deprivation and the massive lifestyle change that came with it was rough and the cool thing is and what I'm thankful for is like all that hard work is really paying off he's a very good dog not perfect he's still got his still still a dog and still a puppy um but we're getting closer to the end of that road and I'm starting to get real glimpses of what life with him is going to be like for um the rest of his life hopefully not the rest of my life that would be a little bit short um but hopefully he has a nice long life and I'm starting to see what that's going to look like. And that's really cool. I'm really thankful that he's not only in my life, but that like I made the sacrifices that I did and put the work in that I did to train him and get him to the place that he is. And I, I hope I can continue to do that for a little while longer. Um, there's still some stuff to work on, but really, really grateful for that. My dad came to visit a bunch this year. I think I saw my dad four or five times this year. If you, if you include like last, what, like if you, if you go back even farther to like last summer when we went to Stockholm together, which was also one of the, one of the shocking moments when I saw myself on camera from that video, like there are a couple of videos back then where I looked at that. And I don't know if it was when I, after I decided to lose weight, maybe after I'd even lost some weight, but I looked, whew, man, I needed to lose the weight. So I'm very grateful that I did. I'm really grateful that my dad got to come and travel a little bit together. I'm looking forward to traveling more with my dad this year, hopefully. Traveling more with Pushan this year. Um, if I ever get lucky enough to have a travel partner who I can call a girlfriend would be nice too. We're going to stop on the misadventures on that front and uh, not worry about it too much. But And I have no pressure on that either because I don't think that, not that I don't think it could happen this year or whatever. I, mean, I think if, if that happens, it's, it, it will not be foreseen. It could happen at any time. But my expectations aren't even on that. Like I'm actually really grateful that I've learned so much about being single through 
actually engaging healthily with it through like therapy and dealing with my past and the things that really drove me to unhealthy relational cycles and so forth that like, I don't want to mess with that. And I'm really grateful a year ago, I was still not in the best spot um, with dating. And I still made some, I made some mistakes this year in how I went about it. And um, I actually just met up with somebody recently who I dated this summer and it didn't end well. And I, and that was largely my fault. Um, if not entirely my fault. And I spent, we reconnected after a few months and it was able to like apologize and just talk it through. And it was cool. Cause that's actually, I'm really grateful. I've, I feel like I've learned to manage these relationships where like, if we can salvage a friendship out of it, and I think we would be really good friends. Um, I think that's, I think that's such a cool thing and a huge win. And just for like growth and maturity and what a great lesson to learn. Um, not that you can salvage every relationship that falls apart, but if we could do that, that's also speaks very highly of her. Um, so I think that's really cool. I'm thankful for that. And I think I'm just in a place where I'm like happy to be alone. Like I don't want to be alone in the sense that like, I want to spend more time with friends this year. I'm, I can't wait to see my family in California uh, over the holidays Hopefully, like I said, travel with my dad some more, but then like definitely want to travel with Prushan talking about going to India in January, big stuff happening in their lives. Thankful that that's come together. They finally able, there's some huge things happening in their lives that have been a long time in the coming, uh, a long time in coming him and his mom. Really grateful that that has finally, I feels like the cork has finally come out of the bottle and they're able to just, everything's moving and it's been a lot of work and really stressful for them right now. But I think they're just, they're very close to, um, being just in a really nice new chapter. Um, so I'm really grateful for that, for them, because it's been a long, stressful road as well. Um, but aside from that, like I have, I, I'm lucky to have some really good friends. And this year has been a big change too, because I've really focused more on spending time with friends um, and less time with like acquaintances, less time being quite so social. I'm a pretty social butterfly. I would say that I'm an introvert. <laughs> I didn't know this about myself until I was in, I lived on the ship and I couldn't get away from people. And then I realized how much I liked being alone. Um, that's one of the reasons I like editing videos and so forth too, is because it's focused, concentrated work and you're by yourself. And I do enjoy my alone time. But like kind of expressing that in a social way a little bit more has really helped me to home in on some friendships that I've been able to spend more time on and develop more uh, intentionally this year, which has been really, really good. It's been really helpful. And, um, I've learned a lot about friendship in the last few years. So I'm thankful for my friends and for the ones that really have stuck with me and been good to me in the midst of some challenging times. <sighs> been a lot of challenges in the last few years. I mean, COVID notwithstanding, there's just been a lot of stuff that's gone on, but I've come out the other side, I think a stronger, healthier and more mature individual, which is good. I think I've always thought of myself as being fairly, fairly mature for my age. <laughs> But when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had so much, so much work to do. And it helps me to keep, to hopefully stay humble. Now I, I realize I, I always am in need of a little more humbling. I hope I don't get any anytime soon, but uh, I keep being humbled by all these experiences and recognizing, wow, I have so much to grow. And I'm really grateful for the people in my life who are patient enough to grow with me. I actually was reached out with a friend of mine. Uh, his name is John Mark uh, from Tennessee recently reached out. I uh, hadn't heard from him in a long time. And it was really nice to hear from him. 
And he's one of those people that was really patient with me when I first moved here. And my worldview was in the process of being shifted and crushed. So that's good. I'm glad I heard from him. Um, but speaking of friends, just grateful to hear from some people recently and uh, to reconnect. Which I don't have a lot of time or space to reconnect with a lot of people, unfortunately. Like there's some friends from college that have reached out recently that I'm trying to make sure that I, I chat with a little bit. But I'm also trying to do a good job of setting boundaries where I don't spend too much time talking on my phone, texting, whatever. Like I want to spend more time with people face-to-face if I can. I want to make sure that I am taking care of myself and not, it'd be really easy for me to overwhelm myself, especially with social obligations. Cause I'm a, I'm a people person and I have an endless opportunity. I have an endless amount of opportunities to hang out with people. So I, and I'm always tempted to take that. So I'm working on not taking that so much and just actually intentionally spending more time alone. So anyways, there's been a lot of big changes in the last year and I'm really thankful, um, for them. Even if I find myself just kind of in a spot. One of the things, I forget, uh, I remember who it was, but um, somebody was pointing out to me was that I am also back in a place now where I'm kind of in the middle of things. Like I'm really working towards some stuff. Um, you know, there's just a lot going on, like I said, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of like building and developing and executing on strategy and not everything's moving or going, you know, like it's hard to see if it's working or not, if there's progress being made or not, if it's all going to work out and if the decisions I'm making are even good decisions. And I'm thankful that I had a friend that um, just pointed out, you're, you're in the middle of it right now. That's why like to the out from the outside, it looks like you're doing fine. And um, you know, odds are good. Sorry, hold on. I just realized I keep hearing this sound. And uh, it's my kettle, sorry, my uh, my coffee kettle. I just left that on for like 30, 40 minutes. Whoops. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I just need to, I, I was actually looking forward to sitting down and making this podcast and just talking like this through this, like um, talking about what I'm thankful for and reflecting a little bit because I, I've needed it. I met a, I met a fan on uh, the canal yesterday. Raphael, if you ever hear this, nice to meet you. And um and just getting a little dose of like being reminded that what I do is actually useful to a lot of people um, that has a positive impact on people's lives through their time here in Paris, through their trips and maybe even beyond. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully what I do has an impact beyond just like travel advice because like I'm not a tour guide and I, you know, this is one of those things that I've struggled with, especially when we were diving into Paris in my pocket, like, and I want to get back to that reminder that like, I'm not a tour guide. I'm not here to do tourism. I just love my city and I want you to love it too. Like when you get here, I want you to love it. And obviously that has an intrinsic tie to tourism and I'm happy to be a part of it in that way. But um, I feel like I'd lost my way a little bit in the last couple of years. I really lost my way in the last few years and I'm getting way so much closer to finding it again and being reminded that like what I do has a positive impact is a part of that but also that I don't have to be anything except myself. Like I don't have to be anything other than who I am uh, to have that impact. And if I'm not interested personally in, you know, um, the, the major touristy stuff, even though I'm happy to share some of that. And like part of that's also just strategy for being discovered. How are you going to notify me if you don't notify me? 
But like, I don't have to come at it with like the cheesy cliche. I don't know. Just same thing you've always seen and heard and done uh, kind of a thing. I can just be me. And the more honestly I can be myself, the better. It's been a hard lesson to apply. And I'm really going to be diving into that more and more in the next year. Going to be talking about some hard stuff, making a video about like my faith and how I ended up leaving the church about um, sexuality, about going bald, about all kinds of stuff that like have been challenging. I've never dived into Um, the bald one. It's the easiest for sure. Once I decided to shave it off, it was amazing. But leading up to that was pretty hard. Um, Spoiler alert. I just, uh, I've just had some really good reminders this in the last few weeks even. And I want to keep them front of mind because it can be really easy to feel overwhelmed. I have a lot going on and uh, a lot of it's investment to make my life easier, but it doesn't necessarily mean it makes anything easier anytime soon. And um, I think it's really easy to lose track of what, what it is you're doing, why, and uh, if it's even worth it. I, For me, certainly, I, I feel that way sometimes. It can be really easy to compare one's self to others to peers or to people who are nowhere near the same category as you but you still you still treat it like you know you should be there like i should still i should be the next king of england like why didn't they make me king that kind of stuff just ridiculous um man so those are rabbit holes that are really easy to tumble down and they only make everything worse like comparison is the thief of joy right so how do we live the best life we can live without comparing that life to others and just be grateful? Not even the best life. Like that also puts it in the wrong context. Like it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be striving to have a best life because that intrinsically compares it to something else. Like if it's going to be the best, then it is being compared. How do we enjoy our lives? How do we live good lives that we just enjoy, that we benefit from and that let that be enough? That's something I've been reflecting on a lot this year and I will continue reflecting on into next year. But I'm grateful today that I'm getting closer to it for sure. So that's really good. The sustainability thing, what I was going to say, so that here's a little future thing. Because what I thought about talking about the, um, the Sea of the Unknown, I'm thinking about making a map or revisiting the map. Let me grab it. I framed this. If you're watching... This, you'll see it, but I, I will describe it. I've got a wood frame in which is the Sea of the Unknown, the map that I drew for my YouTube channel for, like, it's a, it's a goal map. It's, like, just to help you map out the goals that I have for uh, life over the next few years. Some of these things have definitely knocked off. Some of them, not so much. Um, it's really funny to see some of these. Like, I've got up here, I've got some, like, personal goals that were, like, countries I wanted to get to so I wanted to get to my 40th country which I did pretty quickly and then redo the chateau which I did with the help of my wonderful viewers like you and then down here I had some creative goals that are absolutely not <laughs> happening anytime soon this one I did the life Paris book I did that that's the actual sea of the unknown but then Agnar's box has not been revised funded or shipped that and that is not happening anytime soon I've also not gotten to 100,000 subs yet, which is over here, just another checkbox. But then there are islands out here that I'm aiming for, like big dreams and goals that I'm not entirely sure how to get to. Like full-time creative, I got there pretty quickly too. That's really cool. A million subs uh, may never happen in my lifetime. We haven't even gotten to 100,000 yet. Like there's that 
that, that might not happen. Uh, French citizenship, though, we're getting started on that. That's a big one right there. And then uh, doing fun things like getting my pilot's license with my dad someday. That one we were going to have to get on top of at some point here if that's going to happen. But I got to wait till I can spend a lot more time in the States to do that. Getting a, an apartment here in Paris. Whew, I hope I can someday. I, don't, I feel like buying property here seems so out of reach, especially when you're like a, a business owner, like independent like I am. They do not like that in France. They don't like, they like, they like contracts. They like security. Um, I'm definitely a traditionally published bestseller. I don't even know if that's something I care about anymore. I don't know if that's something that I, I'm not even that worried about. It'd be cool if I got it. Sure. I don't know if I believe in that. I'm, I, we can talk about publishing again someday, but like, eh. uh, I want I do want to make my film production company someday. Still, I still want to be a guest on these shows. Like the late show would be awesome. Obviously. Wait, wait, don't tell me. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, so these are some of the things that are out here. It'd be fun to do this on a video just to kind of recap this, and maybe I should redraw it um, in the new year. I think maybe I'll do that in the new year. I'll do a little bit of a reflection and think, like, where do I really want to go? Where do I hope I end up? How much of these things do I change? How much do I kind of reformat my thinking? Because stuff like subscriber counts and goals are kind of, they're just vanity, really. They're silly. It'd be nice from a business perspective because they're, they're, they're numbers that get respected by people more than when you live in a universe where people are like, you don't have 100,000 subscribers yet? Why, why are we even talking to you? Um, YouTube doesn't even talk to you really until then. <laughs> uh, um, so it could be really fun. It'd be fun to go to redo this and redraw some ships. I do like drawing these ships. It's kind of fun. Two kind of very different like styles of perspective there for sure. Maybe they've just adjusted the sails significantly. I don't know. Anyways, that's the Sea of the Unknown map. Yanni was asking. Um, and uh, I think it was Yanni, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Should do a little recap of that. So we'll dig into that more here soon. But it's cool to see where we're going, potentially. And it's great to stop and reflect on where we've been. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for listening. Obviously, if you're listening right now, you're a patron. Um, so thank you for actually financially enabling me to become a full-time creative, especially long before I ever had enough subscribers for that to happen in a, in a traditional YouTube sense. The fact that I was able to go full-time years ago is a testament to your generosity. So thank you for that. And if you're listening to this after, if you're not a patron, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, for being a part of this journey, for caring, for just giving a crap. Like I was thinking about that recently, wanting to make sure that I maintained a good attitude. I remember when like I was starting out and nobody, nobody cared. And I was working so hard just to get anyone's attention. And obviously my relationship to my need for attention has changed and gotten much healthier over the years. But that doesn't mean that I don't want to forget how much it meant to me back then and also just how cool it is now that um, anybody's even listening to this podcast, this like small private podcast for my patrons that I roll out later for the public. It's like such a core audience thing that's not really meant for anybody but the people that have been along for the ride. And to see that there are thousands of people that are listening to it in the end, um, it's really cool. Hundreds at least, maybe thousands. Got to look at those stats again, but that's a really, really, really cool thing. So 2023 is going to be cool. There's a lot of great stuff. Citizenship bid is coming. Uh, cool project coming up around that. I want to make a little documentary series maybe around that with Pushan. Uh, so it's not just me. We'll see how the app comes. We'll see how everything comes together. The story of the staff. The, the It's just going to be an adventure. 
and hopefully a really crazy cool one. I think I'm going to do a dive into as well. One of the, oh, one of the hard things that I have a really hard time talking about since we're talking about all this is finances and money and making money, especially off my creativity. And it's a, it's a long road that I've gone through as well. Um, and so I think I might actually make a video like a, how much I made video. Cause those are, those are, uh, they're very popular on YouTube for one, but for me personally, it'd be very challenging to make and to be openly public about like the money I'm making and so forth. Um, but I think it'd be interesting, especially for, I think it's valuable for anybody who wants to be a professional creative to understand what goes into that. And especially not just, um, what you make, but what you spend like to, to keep your business afloat and what, what, where I'm at right now, what that looks like. And, um, and then just for me personally, not to let that hold anything over me. Cause I think I'm just scared of the judgment of others in a variety of ways. Um, and I don't want to be anymore. And so part of that's just owning it and being public and letting those people come out of the woodwork, letting them say what they're going to say, and then forgetting about it right after. So a lot of good stuff coming this year. Lots of interesting stuff. I'm very, very excited for so many different things that are happening this year. I hope you are too. I hope that you enjoy the ride. I am very grateful again that you're here. I am so thankful on this Thanksgiving for your presence and for your listening ears, your viewing eyes and your kind hearts. And I'm very grateful just that uh, I'm, I'm so thankful for you. So thanks. I'll leave it there. And I'll see you again shortly for the last season of this or the last episode of this season. And then we'll come back with season three, probably not too long after that, because I mean, podcasts are fun, right? Right. Adios. <laughs>